0: This is John Halsman, and welcome to the Patrick Henry Podcast, where we talk about the threats to liberty everywhere. Um, Today's an interesting one. We're going to compare two doctors, Franklin and Fauci, and their very different approaches to personal liberty, and why this matters to you and me, because it does. In the context of the COVID-19 pandemic, the world historical event, I think we can safely say now for political risk over the last generation. This is one of a two-set Um, series of arguments. Next week, we look at the villain of the COVID piece in detail, Peter Daszak, China's useful idiot, who really is at the base of almost everything nefarious about COVID. And again, in a free society, the idea that we're not challenging Daszak and Fauci over what they've done is astounding. Um, It's important that as we look at this, we look very carefully at the trade-offs, because already Dr. Franklin would say, that the key to a successful body politic is to accept that in any crisis, there are trade-offs. In the case of COVID, the trade-offs are social, the murder rate going up by everyone being enclosed, the suicide rate going up, the abuse rate going up, the alcohol rate, the drug rate going up, the loss of education, anyone who has children, know they have not fared well, to put it mildly. In COVID, just think to yourselves a simple thought experiment. Do your children know as much as you did at their age? Um, I went to public school, as as do my children, and the answer is they surely do not. All this on one side versus the real danger to public health on the other. And let me make it clear, I'm not some crazy anti-vaxxer. I've been vaccinated and believe vaccination is indeed the key way out of this mess. But that doesn't mean I should leave my personal liberties at the door. So let's look at the two reactions of them, and we'll, we'll begin and end with quotes by Franklin and how Fauci has responded to them. When Benjamin Franklin, as a very old man, was done with the Constitutional Convention, people gathered outside because they'd been meeting in secret. And when Hamilton and Madison and Washington and finally Franklin came out in Philadelphia, they were asked, uh, Franklin was asked by well-wishers, well, what kind of government do we have, Dr. Franklin? And he said something that I think is incredibly wise, unsurprisingly. He said, we have a republic if you can keep it. And this really does show where the wisdom of the founders in the United States, the basic point that republics are are a rarity in the world up until then. That what republics there had been, like the Roman Republic succumbed to tyranny under Caesar and then the Augustans that came after that pure democracy such as Athens lasted barely a generation before the squabbling overtook it. There was the example of the Venetian Republic. The Swiss were doing some interesting things. But in general, republics were short-lived, unstable, and not very workable. And the founders had this hanging over them all the time, that, that, that this was going to be a problem, that history was against them, the idea that man could regulate himself. And so to say we have a republic, if you can keep it, meant that it would depend upon the good behavior of the citizens. And many of the founders of the country started colleges of their own or certainly gave to colleges. Adams was involved with Harvard. Thomas Jefferson started the University of Virginia. They did this because they knew without an educated, informed citizenry, republics tended to devolve into oligarchies where a technocratic elite would say they simply know better and this argument leads us directly to dr fauci a technocratic elitist if ever there was one for the one thing i'm certain about is that for republics to work and i hear dr franklin would agree with me they need a basic point of honesty they need transparency they need congressional oversight of what the executive branch does that this is absolutely necessary to the free functioning of democracy Think of it simply. How can I vote on my representative, my judge, my president, my senator, if I don't really know what he's doing, if I don't really know what he's said and done? If I don't know what he's done, I can't vote on his fitness for office. And indeed, the notion of republicanism itself comes into doubt. So Franklin saying it's a republic if you can keep it isn't some glib comment. It's a warning. It's a warning that we need this transparency that Dr. Fauci palpably has not delivered. There'll be a lot more next week about his friend, the useful idiot for the Communist Party of China, Peter Daszak, and how they covered up, through word games, Orwellian word games, the fact that the National Institutes of Health and Fauci were involved in the funding of Daszak, who was involved in the funding of Wuhan. So indirectly, Fauci in the United States funded what can only be described as gain-of-function research in Wuhan, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, that may well have led to the pandemic itself, meaning the American's chief medical officer at this time of crisis was involved in funding a group of people who may have caused the pandemic. And no one's talking about this. The single greatest story out there, and no one's talking about it because Fauci has hidden in plain sight. Here is a man who has held every position there is to hold. First, he said, yes, there's a problem in China, but it won't affect us. Wrong. Then he said, this is the greatest single crisis the United States has faced in memory. He's held both positions on this point. At first, he said masks would be nice, but they weren't necessary. Then he said masks are absolutely necessary to the point that he wears three in every television interview. A comically ridiculous view, again, He's held both positions. But don't worry, Dr. Fauci is soon to hold a third position. He said, well, I wasn't wrong in the first point. I was lying. I knew there weren't enough masks out there to avoid a panic, and so those masks could go to medical professionals. I didn't tell the truth. In other words, I knew better, and because I knew better, I didn't bother telling you peasants out there the truth knowing that I would simply know better and eventually we'd make enough for you. But I decided first on my own, without any democratic debate whatsoever, that the masks should go to medical professionals. Now, I happen to think the masks should have gone to medical professionals. I think he's right. What I don't think is right is what Dr. Franklin would make of Dr. Fauci which is the simple point that the priority must be transparency and honesty. I'm not a child. I can deal with bad news, but you have to tell me the truth. You don't know better, sir. I also am a doctor and I don't think I know better than anybody else when we go to vote. Who made you God? Who made you God? And the simple fact is Fauci thinks he is. So we held three positions on the mask mandate. Two on the severity of the virus. For all that he talks constantly on TV, one of the things Dr. Fauci didn't do was tell us about his indirect funding of his old buddy, Peter Daszak, who was funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology doing gain-of-function research. He didn't bother mentioning that until Rand Paul forced it out of him. He also didn't bother showing the email that Daszak had written him in February of last year, thanking him for downplaying the chances of there being a lab leak as the cause of the virus and that his leadership on this issue was important. When Fauci must have known, it was a scientific possibility. He's always going on about being a scientist and looking at options, but he was eloquently silent about this funding of the Wuhan Institute of Virology for the simple reason that, again, America's chief medical expert in theory on the coronavirus would be found to be involved in funding the Wuhan Institute of Virology that may have caused, may well have caused, and I certainly think did, cause the virus in the first place. On this point, he has not been forthcoming. When pressed by Senator Paul, he said, well, it isn't really gain-of-function research based on my definition. How convenient, would Dr. Franklin say? How convenient for you, when other independent virologists looking at it say it is indeed gain-of-function research. So on these key points, Dr. Fauci has been a weather vane and held every position, but on this key underlying fact of the funding of the Wuhan Institute of Virology, he has been eloquently silent, had things dragged out of him, and if not lied, certainly misled the Congress, knowingly misled them, didn't put this information forward when we now knew that he was talking to Daszak in late February, early March over this critical period of time of shutting down discussions of this point. Extraordinary. You cannot run a republic or someone in it of that senior position on a crisis thinks they don't have to tell you the truth. Certainly not the whole truth, be it over mask mandates, be it over the funding of the virology, the Wuhan Institute of Virology, in both cases, not telling you the truth. Then there's the question of herd immunity where Fauci has held every position. At what point is there a sunset clause? Are our restrictions lessened? And Fauci's held almost every position under the sun. Is it 50% vaccinated and had the virus 60, 70, 80, 90? What's the number? Well, Fauci keeps upping the number, as he said, beyond what the science dictates because he wants to be on the safe side. Well, that's how doctors talk. They want to be on the safe side. It will never be safe enough for Dr. Fauci. But without a sunset clause from Fauci, the liberties that have been taken by the government, in theory, through an emergency, remain. And with the vagueness, he controls when those rights are lifted, as though he were nature or God himself. And the Biden administration is shamefully complicit in this. It is not Fauci alone, of course. He is merely emblematic of this problem in a way Dr. Franklin surely would have gone for him. So despite being wrong over and over again, he's decided we don't need a sunset clause and he's even said when confronted amazingly on CNN, amazingly they woke up and confronted him and said, "Well, you said 60% last time, now the number's higher, what's the deal?" And they he said, "Well, I think we should nudge it up and I know the science is only 60, but I said 80." What he's doing is not following the science, but following his personal comfort level, and he would rather have control over the situation than allow you your democratic liberties. It's a republic if you can keep it, says Dr. Franklin. It can only be kept if our civil servants and elected officials bother telling us the truth. It's not just America that this is true. I live in Italy where there's a green pass, that's been issued by another technocrat, in this case more well-meaning, Mario Draghi, the technocrat parachuted in to running things in, uh, in Italy, though he's never been elected to anything. And Draghi, indirectly elected by various parties to be prime minister, but a technocrat to his bones, he made his name as a very effective European central banker. Um, and this reality is quite important. Uh, But he's a technocrat and an anti-Democrat, too. They've just, although Italy has an 80 percent vaccination rate, higher among the afflicted elderly community. And let's be clear, it is older people with COVID, as statistically has been proven over and over again, who get sick and die. This is a disease that skews monumentally toward older people. That is a more important statistic than whether you're vaccinated or not as the New Yorker magazine has made clear and uh, David Foster Wells has made clear written very well on this issue. Um, And so that segment of the population is above 80%, but it's an 80 in general. And still there is a green pass now issued by the government. That means you cannot go to work. You cannot go to university. You cannot go to the gym. You cannot go to a restaurant. You cannot go to the cinema. You cannot go to the theater. You cannot go to a museum. You're basically under house arrest without that being vaccinated. Worse than this, where the government says, we gave you your rights, this is their philosophical view, we gave you your rights and we'll give them back to you if you behave properly. Then we'll give you back your rights. This is not Enlightenment thinking. This is not what Franklin would say. Rights come from nature or God. They are inalienable. You don't have the right to my liberty. It's an inalienable right. You only have the partial rights to life, liberty, and property that I give you in return for you governing, and then I can vote you out. That's how Enlightenment thinking goes. Here, it's the opposite. The technocrats of the world say, We have the right. We have the right. To tell you when you get your liberties back, when you behave like good little boys and girls. And until then, we will keep your rights because they emanate from us and are based on your good behavior rather than emanating from nature and being inalienable. I can't think of a more different way to look at the world. And like sheep, we've all gone along with this nonsense, despite the fact that in Italy, 80% of the people are vaccinated and over 80% of the endangered elderly cohort have been vaccinated. So my question is a simple one. I need a sunset clause on how long you're going to take my liberties. What number are you comfortable with? And no one is prepared to say what that number is, either Dr. Fauci or Mario Draghi because if they said that, they would be held to it. They couldn't go beyond that number meaning there are limits to their control. That's precisely what they don't want. They don't want limits to their control. They don't want a sunset clause when this draconian government usurpation of liberty runs out. They want it to go on and on and on. And then they'll decide if we behave like good little boys and girls when they give us back our rights. This is insanity. This is us forgetting the enlightenment thinking of which Dr. Franklin was a champion. Of course, they're not going to give us a number because whatever their number is in the science, at what point does the science dictate that there's herd immunity here? It doesn't matter. They want to retain control and knock up the vaccination numbers. And that matters more to them than your personal liberty. There's no doubt that this Green Pass example proves this. How long is enough to take my liberty? Remember, this was an emergency situation where we ceded rights in an emergency for a very short period of time. That's all this was going to be. Now we've gone completely insane and say the opposite. The opposite now is you only get your rights back when we decide you've behaved well. We have lost the thread of Franklonian Republican government. And a final point for Dr. Franklin fans. One of my favorite Franklin quotes is those who are prepared to give up their liberty to attain a little security deserve neither. Franklin means by this great comment, and let me repeat it, those who give up their liberty to attain a little security deserve neither. There are always crises in history. I'm a historian. They are, history hinges on crises. And in a crisis, it's always easy to say the rules don't apply for now. It's easier to govern always in a tyranny, in an oligarchy, in a monarchy, in a limited form of government where the people have no say. Democracy is messy as can be. Goodness knows from my time in Washington, I know this. It's also, as Lincoln said, the last best hope of man. And what we've forgotten in all this is that in giving up our liberty to these clowns for a little bit of security, we will end up with neither. And they're giving us back neither. They are saying they get to decide when we get our inalienable rights back. And I can't tell you the number of people who said, well, health is important. Do you really think I don't know that? Do you really think after the agony of the COVID crisis, I am unaware of that? I am saying that we also need to factor in all the other horrible effects of the draconian lockdowns that have gone on. The suicide rate in San Francisco last year was higher than the COVID death rate. The number of abuses is staggering. The suicide rate is off the chart. Why? Because people are social animals and are not naturally locked down. And despite overwhelming vaccination rates, we are still in essence prisoners of our government. And we have given up our liberty to secure some security, and we have gotten neither. This is up to us. This is the call that Dr. Franklin makes. So in terms of Dr. Franklin versus Dr. Fauci, I will always come down on the side of the founder, who so saw what goes on. Nobody's saying that this is some sort of Oliver Stone movie and that everybody in government has some wicked plan to take over. I don't think they think like that. These are well-meaning technocrats who are arrogant, who are elitist, who think they know better than the average Joe, and think they have the rights in certain circumstances to take away your inalienable liberties because they know what's best for you and you do not. Despite whether they're well-meaning or not, despite whether health matters or not, this is wrong. This is evil. And this is the end of Enlightenment thinking. As Franklin said, it's only a republic if we can keep it And if you give up your liberty to secure security, you deserve neither. Dr. Fauci is the Poster boy for this know it allism, despite the fact that Fauci and governments in the West have certainly fumbled their way through the virus. This has not been a heroic era of big government. This has not been Roosevelt and Churchill marshaling the forces of their country to defeat Nazi tyranny. This has been governments making mistake after mistake after mistake, but failing to have the humility to admit they are making these mistakes. The difference is FDR, during the fireside chats of the 1930s, talked honestly with the people about how difficult grappling with the Great Depression was, how there would be false starts, mistakes, but that they would proceed in a direction, and if that direction worked, they would continue, but that he would report back regularly to them on how things were going. That's why the guy won four presidential elections. He treated the people like adults and they responded by acting like adults. Instead here, Dr. Fauci, has treated people like children, and sadly, in all too many cases, they've lived down to being children. It's time we demand our rights back. I want sunset clauses on how long these things will occur. I want numbers and the derivation of numbers at what level the vaccination rate is such that we no longer need these mandates or green passes as they are in Italy, and we need this to end in a sunset-claused way. You don't get to tell me when I get my rights back because the point of enlightenment thinking, the point of Dr. Franklin is those rights are mine. Thank you for listening to this rather incendiary edition of the Patrick Henry podcast. For those of you who liked it, and again, thank you to so many of you uh, who have subscribed, please hit the subscribe button. And again, those of you who have subscribed, now's the time to up your subscription to $7 a month or $70 a year which is the Starbucks monthly fee so we can continue to say uncomfortable things to our rulers as Dr. Franklin would want me to do. Again, $7 a month, $70 a year, merely a Starbucks a month, and we can keep doing what we're doing now. Thank you to so many of us for making this a great success, and we will continue along the road to substack this bastion of free speech and free thought in a way that Dr. Franklin would surely approve of. Thank you.